Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. Episode 18, good morning everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 18, I can't believe we're here already. It's, um, we started uh, doing this in February, so yeah. That's amazing. Stuck to our word and done Fucking one month. every okay, every, every Monday. Go squeak. Yeah, it does. Uh, government payments. So a good one to talk about today. There's quite a few Centrelink payments that are out there and uh, we're going to run through what we can and sort of can't use. Um Cass, you're a bit of a guru on this one. Just a little bit. Had a couple of clients that um, I've assisted over the years. <laughs> um, we we all get a lot of these ones coming through. We and do. Um, uh, look, any of this, any income we can get to um, to help get a, a deal across the line is is uh, good. So if we can try and utilise as much as we possibly can, then we absolutely will. Um, so obviously, the standard ones we see are family tax benefit part A and part B. Uh, so most of the lenders uh, have a restriction on age on that. Although we do have a couple that um, don't have any restriction. So, and when I say restriction, uh, sometimes it can be to the it'll be the age of the child. So it'll be uh, anywhere from eleven to thirteen. So the bank just wants to see that you're going to be receiving that for the next five years, uh, in most cases. Uh, another good one is the parenting payment. So uh, that can be paid when you're also receiving um, – so if you're also a part-time worker, so you might be getting a part- parenting payment and working part-time. That's both uh, single parenting and part- single pa- um, partner. Yeah, part- yeah, yeah, partner yeah, yeah. parenting, correct, yeah. So um, obviously that's governed by what you're earning. So as your income increases, then that can decrease. So there's a few things that we need to explore with that and just get uh, a little bit more data for the bank to, to be comfortable to use. You know, most of that. Mm. Um, the age pension, and um, so that includes your veterans pension, your disability support pension as well. Uh, this is definitely something that we can use. Uh, again, we do need to get a little bit more info for the lenders and give them a bit of comfort that this is an ongoing payment, um, particularly around the disability support pension. So um, I've done a couple of those in the last, literally in the last probably two months. Um, And as long as we've got the info there and um, can cover it off in notes explaining what the situation is and that this is actually an ongoing payment, uh, in my situations it was uh, total and permanent disability. So they, they were unable to return to work. So it was easy to validate that that was actually an ongoing payment. There are some assets tests that are an, an income test that are associated with those, but again, we can go into that in more detail. Um, but it's um, it's just worth worth noting as well. We've got a carer payment as well, um, but with that carer payment, there's usually a carer allowance. Correct. However, yeah. you can use the carer payment. You just can't use the carer allowance. Well, some banks will. Some use banks will. Yeah, it's just, so, it's just every yeah. lender's slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one I was looking at the other day, there's like you can have the carer payment, but no, they, don't, the want, they don't want to touch the allowance. Yeah. Well, and, and some banks will use. Uh, well, there is one bank that will use the allowance, not the not the carer's payment. <laughs> That's right. Too, like just to confuse us yeah, even more. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But another good one to um to to add to the mix as well. So yeah, definitely something that you can continue to use. And then we've got. Uh, it's, Usually uh, there is some supplement um, uh, energy. Energy supplements. Yeah, energy, yeah. Supplement. Yeah, energy pharmaceutical supplements yep. as well. So. Yeah. Actually, and that's a good good thing tonight. So we can use those, those supplements. Most of the lenders will allow us to use those. What they don't and what people do forget is if they're buying a property and they're currently renting – 
that rent assistance that they're actually receiving now obviously won't continue. So that doesn't form part of their income when it comes to um, to Mm. borrowing. Some lenders have restrictions on um, how much of the Centrelink payments you can use within the whole of the application. Correct. Um, so generally, if it's a single applicant and they might, you know, maybe have child support um, and then Centrelink payments, generally it needs to be under 50% of your Centrelink payments to be contributing. Or PAYG. Yes, yeah, so you need yeah. to have supplement yeah. income there as well yeah. too. Yeah. So, so these, yeah, in most cases, yeah, you can't. The Centrelink income can't be 100% of your household income. You need to have, you know. Something else. Casual part-time income, income, part-time, yeah. something mm. else, yeah. Um, unless it's obviously uh, like a disability pension income, well, of then course, there are banks yeah. that take just 100% of yep. disability because it's a full-time in, you know, pension income. Yeah. As um, with anything, like depending yep. on your deposit, like we can always talk to lenders and get exceptions to policy. So mm. Yeah, good point. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So most of that income is net income as well, so tax-free. Mm. Absolutely. So just improves borrowing capacity um, generally. Uh, now, we've got uh, pension payments from overseas. This is a really good point, actually. And we see this from uh, from time to time where customers that have moved from either you know, New Zealand or, or mainly the, uh, the UK, UK group, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's overseas pensions. And, and not all banks will consider them, but a lot of banks will consider the overseas pensions. Yep, they generally do do shade it uh, yes. based on foreign con- sorry foreign currency conversion calculations. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, yeah, look, there are lenders there that – that will use it. So. Um, especially like overseas military pensions, like UK yeah. military pensions, US military yep. pensions. That's I've right. had that before. And yep. yeah, that's obviously you've got to do your formulas and everything, but you can still use it. I had one yeah. from um, Israel. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. okay. So they were happy to accept it just because, you know, you had about three years worth of uh, income Payments. documents. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, going right. to the account here and obviously it's been brought here into that's Australia right. and yep. had a conversion rate. So yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I think that's important to it's cover a good off one that. To, yeah. yeah, good one to cover off. Mm. Um, now, verification of income. Um, so usually if you log on to your Centrelink, you'll get your utmost, uh, your, your most recent statement, and that can verify your income. Some lenders need um, three to six months' worth of those credits, credits going into yeah. your bank account to see that that income isn't fluctuating. Mm. And if it is fluctuating, then you might use the lower of the – Income credits. Yeah, we need to match the, the Centrelink income statement or the pension income statement, whatever that may be, with the bank statements yep. just to confirm that it is a legitimate document. And yeah, we, we've got that sort of two, um, yeah, two forms of verification. Mm. Again, with some of these policy changes, uh, well, two banks that I can think of are actually just accepting that Centrelink statement now, which is literally just landed in the last week, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, and I was just going to say on that too, like with, if you're casually employed or part-time employed and your income changes fortnight to fortnight and you've got to declare yeah. what your income is, your central income can change fortnight to fortnight mm-hmm. as well. But the important um, thing with that is that we will verify your PAYG income um, so that it correlates with the uh, income you're getting on your pension statement as well. So, again, there's a few moving parts in, in that scenario, so run it past us. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about unacceptable, so, yeah, rent uh, assistance – Generally, that's it's not ongoing. Not ongoing. That's been once you purchase the house. Yep. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not that's ongoing. right. No longer receivable. Yeah. Um, Australian Military Bank, uh, they've just come onto a panel of lenders. Um, so they're the ones that will um, use pension income. Um, so it's, I thought it was a good one just to add in there because usually with pension income, if they've uh, X service, they might be on. Uh, incapacity payments, DVA um, pension. DVA pension. There's a big one now, so incapacity. So, um, like the, the 
DVA uh, is going down that, that path now. Yep. So it's not the, the full-time com super pension or the DVA pension mm-hmm. that they might be getting. It's the incapacity. So, and with incapacity, it's like income protection where it's um, got to be medically reviewed every 12 months yep. or maybe um, you know, once or, or twice uh, per year or once every five years. We've had them in different scenarios. Various. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. We have various ones. So I think the important thing is the Australian Military Bank does consider uh, the incapacity because they're all about supporting the um, veterans. Mm. So. If you are, yeah, yeah. If you are ex-military, give us a call and actually run through what payments you're on, and we can, you know, mm. run it through business development manager. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, um, and I know it's not a government payment, but probably just worth mentioning with um, child support payments that um, there are some lenders yes. that we can use the child support payments, but again, we need to show that consistency yeah. over mm. at least six months. Um, yes. But if if we can if we can show that, and also needs to be through a child support agency agreement as well. That's well, I just um, found out really that one key. lender will take. The salary credits, even if it's a private agreement. Yeah, correct. Yeah. There yeah. is a couple of lenders there. Yeah. Not your main banks, but some mm. of there are, yeah, so which is, which is pretty important. It as really well. comes yeah. down to that payment being regular and consistent, doesn't it? Because it does. as we know, it could be registered with CSA, but there's sometimes they just don't pay not it. So or yeah. it's not consistent mm. and regular. So that's that's really the key with yeah. child support. Absolutely. Yep. Send on payment does uh, change from lender to lender, unfortunately, so it just means we've got to do a bit of research up front. Um, but, yeah, no, most banks are happy to accept it. It's just how much and how much documentation you need. Yeah, yeah so some lenders will shade it by 10%, so they'll only take 90% of it, but, yeah. however, other lenders will take 100%. So, yeah. And because it is net income, it does help. It yes. does help. The important thing is that banks will not take job seeker income. Oh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> so uh, you've got to be uh, working... Uh, or, or on a disability well, I actually get so. that question every now and then. Um, you know, one person might be on JobSeeker and the other one's working, but fortunately, mm. yeah, we can't, can't use it. the JobSeeker. Yeah, I've got one no. at the moment, actually, a uh, casual employee and gets a top-up from JobSeeker. Yeah. We can use the casual income, but we can't use the JobSeeker. Mm, mm, and yeah. generally banks will ask questions as to why that JobSeeker is still yeah. on there as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so good to cover off. Um, thanks for listening. Anything else you want to add? No, no, I'm happy with all that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. everything. Yep. Very good. We'll see you next week, episode 19. We're getting nearly into the 20s. Have a great week. <laughs> see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.